sportsgrid.com. Betting insights and entertainment at your fingertips 24-7 as our team covers the most important topics in sports wagering. Real-time odds, predictive betting models, expert picks, and more. Want the edge? Then get on the grid. Sportsgrid.com. of our two-hour extravaganza on this uh, Sunday morning. Here's truly Scott Wetzel sitting in, as we always do <clears throat> on Sundays, uh, 8 to 10 a.m. Eastern Time, Monday through Friday, 5 to 7 a.m. Uh, taking me right up until 10 this morning as we uh, cover the world of sports. We've got a lot to get to hour number two. We got our uh, baseball, our foot, or, excuse me, our basketball and hockey trends as the hockey season uh, winds down. All the playoff spots now taken couple of seeds still up for grabs. Uh, we got the NBA with the, the playoff spots uh, still up for grabs. The play-in spots up for grabs as well. We got some baseball news to get to. And uh, we have, you know what we have today? First one to talk about it. Uh, we have over-under football totals on FanDuel. How about that? So we'll check out some of those as well uh, for sure before we are through. Interesting how they don't have the schedules out. I don't know how they do this. Now, they know who's playing who, but they don't know when they're playing. Uh, and, and I don't think they know. Well, yeah, they have it where the home and the road split up, but they just don't have the actual schedule laid out. I'm surprised places would put out the schedule. I mean, would it really matter? Eh, you never know. You know, a team has three straight road games. Uh, you know, you like to check out whether a team is going to the West or East Coast, how many times that's going to occur. You know, would it be back-to-back -back where a team could stay there? Or would they have to fly back home, then fly back two weeks later? You know, there's a little, you know, strategy involved. There's some strategy involved in, in how the schedule all plays out. Uh, absolutely. So, you know, there might be like a monster stretch of games that, that a team, you got to figure, is going to lose three out of four or maybe a stretch of games that are easy, you know, to start the season, get a little snowball rolling here on what could be a good year versus starting the season off awful. So I do think there's some strategy involved in, in trying to figure out some over-unders. But uh, that said, FanDuel has the uh, over-under totals posted. So if they're posting it, then uh, we're talking about it. So we'll get to that for sure uh, as well on this uh, Sunday. No opposite picks uh, from uh, Saturday. We didn't do a show. But on Friday, opposite picks had a spectacular day, as always, uh, sadly, in a lot of ways. Uh, we had New Orleans plus 8.5 uh, a win. Not a win outright, but a cover uh, against uh, the 76ers. Rockets covered against the Milwaukee Bucks. Rockets covered games, back-to-back -back games against the Bucks and Utah Jazz. How about that? Uh, had a winner with the Lakers, plus six against Portland. They only won, or they only lost by five. Uh, Spurs uh, beat the Sacramento, covering the four-point number. On the ice, we had the uh, Dallas Stars, plus 140, one at Tampa Bay. Uh, we did have St. Louis. That was a loser in a shootout. And uh, Denver plus three against Utah, which I really love Utah, that one. That was a loser. But still, uh, five and two. Uh, not bad uh, in a, on a Friday night. So now 231 up and uh, 216 down. Cha-ching, cha-ching, going opposite. So no opposite picks on a Sunday, but we will have them uh, obviously tomorrow. And uh, we do that Monday through Friday. 
As far as uh, some of the other stuff, NBA uh, and some of the other things that we we watch uh, are, are betting. We always have a certain, <clears throat> excuse me, certain amount of uh, teams that we uh, we play on all the time, and then some series bets that we take a look at. Opposite picks on this uh, Sunday morning. Scott Wetzel is welcoming our full audience. Just getting underway. Hour number two. Uh, our uh, series plays that we chose: San Francisco, Tampa Bay, and L.A. Angels nearly came back from a thirteen nothing uh, deficit last night against the Dodgers. Uh, they they cut it to four run, or three runs. They ended up losing 14-11, but they scored seven runs in the bottom of the seventh inning. Boy, if you talk about it, a bad beat. Holy crow. If the Dodgers would have lost a 13-0 lead, wow, that would have been something. Uh, so we went one and two, one with San Fran plus 140, but we went two and one Friday. So overall, we're now 28 up and 30 down, which doesn't sound that good, but we're up uh, on a 100 play uh, unit play, uh, 1265 bucks. Cha-ching, cha-ching. We're, we're picking basically nothing but underdogs, and because of that, as long as we can go 500, you're going to win money. You go 2-1, 2-1, 2-1 all the time, uh, or even 1-2 and two in some cases, you win. So uh, we're doing very well with that. Right back on the horse today, San Fran, uh, Tampa Bay, and uh, the LA Angels. All underdogs. I'll double-check the numbers before we're through, but uh, right back on them. Our play on and play against, we go against the Stankies every single day. We won on Friday with Washington. We lost yesterday. So 9 and 12 for plus 245, right back on the Nats this afternoon. Um, we uh, go against Boston, uh, lost yesterday, uh, still uh, 9 and 11 for minus 180, right back on the Orioles today, as hard as that is, Red Sox fans. We bet on Miami. They lost to Milwaukee. Tough day yesterday. We had a good day Friday with these, uh, but they lost. And then Kansas City, as I told you, seven straight losses. We were cruising, betting on the Royals, but you got to, you know, it's a season-long thing, so you got to keep on playing it. So uh, that was the loser. So we're now 10 and 11 for minus 190 overall. Washington, Baltimore, Miami, KC, back on the board today, in addition to San Fran, Tampa Bay, uh, and the LA Angels. You got to be consistent. You're going to go through some droughts. The only one I eliminated was the Detroit Tigers because they just absolutely stink. Although they did win yesterday, and they've actually won two of their last four. Yeah, so, but uh, I, I just, I can't bet the Tigers. That I cannot do. Can do some NBA plays and some hockey plays. Uh, we will look at that next. And then those football NFL totals. We'll do that as well. All coming up. Opposite Picks, hour number two, Sportsman Radio. SportsGrid.com. Betting insights and entertainment at your fingertips 24-7 as our team covers the most important topics in sports wagering. Real-time odds, predictive betting models, expert picks, and more. Want the edge? Then get on the grid. SportsGrid.com. Kyrie Irving runs into McGee there. Durant straightaway three. And we're tied up at 108. Harris. And Harris knocks in the three, and Brooklyn has the lead. Griffin is a terrific playmaker for a big. And right down Main Street. Cleaning up their misses tonight, guys. Kyrie Irving hits. Durant with 33, Kyrie with 31, and that is going to do it. Now the Brooklyn Nets are going to improve to 44 and 24. 
You're listening to Opposite Picks with Scott Wetzel on Sports Grid Radio, Sirius XM Channel 204. Thirteen past the hour. Opposite picks on a uh, Sunday morning. Nets and Brooklyn and uh, Denver Nuggets uh, last night. As <clears throat> the Nets come way back, twenty-one down, albeit in the second quarter. It's not like we haven't seen these things before, but still, dead and out. Uh, you think they don't care? You know, Denver playing well, got to bounce back from a tough game against Utah the night before. Uh, but that was a difficult spot. Brooklyn was off. Denver was playing a big game. And uh, uh, Nuggets came out fast, 37-24 after one. They led by 15 and uh, whatever they was said and done at halftime, although they were up uh, as much as 21. And then the Nets outscored them by 8-41-33. And then uh, they blew them out by 13 in the fourth quarter as they went at 125-119. Really, in a game, like I said, uh, down 21. It, this was actually a competitive game late third quarter. This was not like a blowout down 21 points, 20 points in the fourth quarter. They had made their comeback already. It's amazing. You know, listen, when you give up 32 and 41 points in back-to-back quarters, I mean, it's just Nets gave up 71 themselves in the first half. How do you – I mean, someone's going to have to explain. Is it desire? Is it, you know, um, you know, bad shooting? But I don't understand how you can give up 71 points like the Nets did in one half and then give up only 15 points in the fourth quarter as part of a 48-point second half. I, I don't, you know, you give up 37, 34, and 33, and then you give up 15. You know what I mean? It's like, so is it desire that teams just don't want to play defense, but when they do, they can? Is it bad shooting on the other team's part? Do other teams choke? I mean, you just don't go naturally from 37, 34, 33 to 15 points. It just, But we do see this from time to time. I don't think it's going to change come playoff time, though. I mean, I know people saying, well, you know, come playoff time, this stuff will stop. I don't. Why would it? Why? Especially the first couple of rounds when teams really don't even, uh, you know, care because they know they're not threatening the better teams. You think the Nets all of a sudden are going to turn it on and, and win the 100 to 95 in the, in the uh, in the first round of the playoffs? You know, against the uh, you know Indiana Pacers, I, I I doubt that very much. I, I really do. So, game goes over. Nets win. Bad loss for the Nuggets, who have now lost back to back games. And with every passing loss, I still say the Joker to me is not a hands down uh, lock like Fanduel has. It, uh, on their website for him to win the MVP. And, and I'm telling you, you know, forget about Donovan Mitchell now. He's missed too many games, and they're 11-4 and four without him, so they've had too much success for him. Well, you can throw away that ticket, I suppose. But our new underdog guy is Russell Westbrook, who had another triple-double last night. Uh, made the key block in the final second attempt by the Pacers, down one on an inbounds play. He blocks the ball. Wizards win in, uh, in uh, Indiana, 133-132. Uh, 33, 19, and 15 for Westbrook. Uh, his 181st triple-double of his career. That ties uh, Oscar Robertson for most all-time. So, obviously, he's going to break it. They got uh, four games left this year. He's got, uh, I think it's 35 triple-doubles. I mean, think about that. Over half his games right now, he's had a triple-double. And yet, he's 240-1 to one to win the MVP. It's too bad for him and them, meaning the Wizards, that it took them so long to get going this season. They were 15 games under 500 midway through the season. I mean, they were going absolutely nowhere. And when you looked at that lineup, you're like, why? Why, why, why? Right? 
Um, you know, a couple of injuries, but everybody's had injuries, so I'm not going to hand that as an excuse. But they finally turned it around, and it, it's probably too little too late for Westbrook to really get into serious consideration for MVP. But you tell me who's more important than Russell Westbrook to the Wizards, uh, if, if you want to just go by that line of thinking. Uh, he's had a great year. You know, he's not going to be number one in scoring, and, you know, but obviously with those triple doubles, you want to poo-poo them. I do, but when you have that many, I mean, that really is impressive. Um, and, you know, you can get the points, obviously. You can get the assists, obviously, but he's doing it on both ends of the court with those rebounds. And most of those, as I pointed out last hour, uh, 15 of them uh, of his 19 rebounds, we're on the defensive side. So it's not like he's getting offensive rebounds, shooting and missing, get his own rebound. I mean, he's doing it literally, as the saying goes, on both ends of the court. I mean, should be better than 240 to 1. Again, odds uh, on crazy. So Wizards win, 76ers win and cover against the Pistons, 118 104. Uh, a nice win by Memphis up in Toronto, 109 99. Um, Utah, I told you, did win but didn't cover against the Rockets, 124-116. They, were, they won by eight. They were up 13 heading into the fourth quarter, but they never really made a serious run of covering that 15 points. That wasn't going to happen. They, they called off the dogs. That's why it's a great example of you know them being up too much. You lay that kind of wood, you're better off being up like eight or nine. Keep the starters in the game in the fourth quarter. Instead, they're up 13 they're blowing them out. They pull all the starters back end of, of two games and two nights, and you know they win close to an eight point win. If it's a close game heading into the fourth quarter, then they keep the starters in there, and then they play really well in the fourth quarter, and they win going away, and you win by your 15, 16, 17 points because the starters are playing most of the game. But that wasn't the case last night. Uh, Steph played 29 points last night, scored 49. In those 29 points, as the Warriors beat up the Thunder 136 to 97, they get their second win over the Thunder in uh, less than a week. They led, they, they win by 39. They were leading by 39 heading into the fourth quarter. I mean, you talk about just blowing a team out. So nice uh, game goes over as well. And then the uh, Jail Blazers, 30 from Damian Lillard, beat up the Spurs 124 102. So when you look at the, everyone's favorite, uh, play the favorite and the over in the NBA last night. I told you the favorites won every single game. They covered all but two. Um, the favorite and the over last night came in, <clears throat> I think it was four times. Let me just double check. Washington didn't cover. Philadelphia and the over hit. That's one. Um, Memphis did not. Brooklyn and the over, that's two. Gold State in the over, that's three. Portland snuck under at 126. The total is 232 and a half. Sheesh, that's a lot. And then uh, and then Utah in the over did not. So three times. I thought it was four, but it's three. <clears throat> so it's amazing. You get the favorite that wins every time. The, the over goes five and two. And yet the, the favorite and the over still only came in three times. It's amazing how rare that occurred. You know why? Because the numbers are just so high. I mean, Portland, San Antonio, 232 and a half. Uh, Brooklyn and Denver, although that one did hit 232, you know, Memphis, uh, 226, Indiana, that line closed at 250, 250, and it went over, <laughs> uh, you know, albeit in overtime, but 
Uh, it was tied at 248. So assuming someone would have scored a bucket, you know, it, it was either going to be a push uh, or or an over, even in regulation. And they ended up with 265 points. Wow. I mean, all these. You, you did get a mere 217 in Philadelphia, Detroit last night. That, that You would get just a bit of a bargain uh, on, on that one. How about that? Uh, we got some trends to get to. Uh, our hockey stuff from yesterday you had a full, full, full slate of the NHL. It does things weird this year. They they only have uh, one or two games on Sunday. They play all the games Saturday night, you know, Saturday night in the NHL. That was the case last night. We'll take a minute and spend on uh, some NHL stuff. We had some upsets, and we had a bunch of teams uh, clinching playoff spots. Uh, we'll get to that. We got our NFL over-under, thanks to FanDuel. We'll touch on that uh, coming up here on Opposite Picks on a Sunday morning. Sports Good Radio, Sirius XM 204. SportsGrid.com. Betting insights and entertainment at your fingertips 24-7 as our team covers the most important topics in sports wagering. Real-time odds, predictive betting models, expert picks, and more. Want the edge? Then get on the grid. SportsGrid.com. And now Wallstrom with Palmieri cutting. Lifts it in. Palmieri getting after it. Palmieri on the cutback. And the New York Islanders win their final regular season game here in Nassau Coliseum. And I hope the old barn has one more Stanley Cup run in her. Uh, actually do get the win. How about that? They beat the Devils 5-1. to one. So, sets up a big, big game against the Boston Bruins. I think it's Monday. Uh, Boston does have a game in hand, but Pittsburgh clinched the division with a one nothing win over Buffalo yesterday. The uh, Capitals clinched the number two seed uh, with their uh, overtime win over the Flyers yesterday. But Boston is now battling the Islanders for the 3-4 hole. And, uh, you know, listen, you can make the case that I'd rather face Pittsburgh, I think, to tell you the truth, than Washington. So the only thing is with that comes no home ice advantage at all in the postseason. That's the only problem with that, or at least not through the first two rounds, depending on what happens in the other uh, divisions. It's, It's a little weird this year in the NHL. There aren't brackets. It's all based on how many points you have, which really makes no sense this year because, you know, you're just playing the one division. You know, you're not playing all the other teams. So, you know, your division may blow, so you got a gazillion points. Uh, so that's going to give you the number one seed overall for the postseason, when in reality you're just benefiting. Although I, I must say I think the, the uh, divisions were pretty balanced. Uh, they did it because of proximity. But they actually it actually worked out well, I think. But that's how it works this year in the NHL. So that you know, that said, if the Bruins finish fourth or the Islanders finish fourth, to me they get the lesser of two evils. I don't want to face Ovechkin. I'll I'll, I'll deal with Crosby. I, I think he's come back to the pack a little bit. Uh, you know, they, they like Boston to me have one line. Although Jeff Carter's been a, but a godsend for them since they picked him up from LA, scored again. I think it's like nine, nine goals now. Uh, he he scored for the Penguins, but. That said, I'd still I think I'd rather face Pittsburgh, but they're going to get the number one seed, and then if you do win that, then you're going to face probably the Capitals, 
uh, and they're going to have home ice advantage. But they're going to have home ice advantage anyway, so what's the difference, right? But uh, big game between Boston and the Outers if, if you want to get the higher seed for the number three spot. I think, again, that's on Monday. So Capitals do clinch the number two. Pittsburgh does clinch the number one. Uh, Rangers do beat the Bruins 5-4 yesterday. Boston still has a game in hand over the Islanders as well. So they've, they're in a pretty good spot to get the number three seed. Uh, when everything is uh, is said and done. Uh, Preds over the weekend clinched the final spot in the Central. Uh, Minnesota late last night beat the Ducks 4-3. to Edmonton 4-3 over the Canucks last night. Vegas beat the Blues 4-1. to well, Vegas is on fire. I think it's now 14-2 and their last 16 games. Colorado wins in L.A. 3-2, to so that clinches everything for St. Louis, and uh, who cares, but uh, Arizona beat the, the Sharks 5-4. to in overtime. So if you look at the standings with one or two games literally left in the season, uh, Carolina is going to get the number one seed in the uh, Central, more than likely. Uh, they, they, yeah, actually, that is with one game left. Their one, Florida, uh, is uh, battling Tampa Bay still for the number two seed. Uh, Florida has 77. Tampa Bay has 75 points. Nashville clinches the final playoff spot. Dallas gets eliminated. They're the number four seed. In the east, it's going to be Pittsburgh, Washington, Boston, and the Islanders. In the north, the Canadian division. Still don't know where they're playing their their playoff games, as goofy as that sounds. But Toronto, one. Edmonton, two. Winnipeg, three. And Montreal, four at this point. Winnipeg and Montreal separated by two. Winnipeg actually has three games left. They have the most of anybody, so uh, that still has to be determined who's three and four. And then out west, you got Vegas uh, clinching the number one spot at 80 points. Uh, Colorado has 76, battling Minnesota for the number two spot with 75. And then St. Louis comes up the rears, 57 points as uh, they have the number uh, four spot. So a couple of uh, seedings, you know, determining home ice advantage, which which does uh, matter. But for everything else, it's all set in stone. So. Uh, you know, congrats to all those teams. Oh, I guess um, you know what I'm looking at this. Uh, yeah, yeah, everything's all uh, everything's all over. So and the playoffs start uh, next weekend. How about that? You know, NHL is underway after their abbreviated schedule, 56 game schedule. I must say, I like the less games. I you know, I think we're all bored with these uh, same teams facing each other two, three, four times. It does get a little mundane right now. Uh, 80 points by Vegas and 84 Carolina. Carolina has fit, uh, has one game left. Vegas has two games left for the number one seed overall, which does matter again, depending on, uh, who else wins. But if you get, you know, get the number one point total, then you get home ice advantage throughout the, uh, the playoffs. And right now, if the champ came out of the North, it would be the North and the West, and then the East and the Central would square off in the second round, depending, again, what happens with Carolina and uh, and Vegas. So NBA, uh, we got the standings there as well. Uh, you got Miami now with a game lead over the Boston Celtics uh, for the number six spot. That's the key spot. And then you got uh, Portland, which is now a game and a half up over the Lakers. Oh, how great is this Laker fall? 37 and 30. We pointed it out this week. Uh, they may not win more than one or two games the rest of the way. I mean, there's not that many games left, but um, th- this little stretch that we told you about on uh, Thursday, so far they're uh, 0-2. Uh, we may have said it before the Denver game, 
So we may have said a Monday morning. So they did beat Denver, so give them credit for that. Good home win. Uh, They lose to the Clippers. They lose to Portland. They got Phoenix up next. Uh, That's today. Then they got the Knicks on Tuesday. They do have Houston. You got to figure they'll beat the Rockets. And then they got at Indiana, which at that point would be fighting for a playoff spot. And then at New Orleans, which at this point, you know, they're still alive, but uh, they're technically three back because they lose the tiebreaker with the Spurs. So they're two in the standings, but really three overall because they would lose that tiebreaker. So chances are that game's going to be meaningless. So good news for Laker fans is two of your last three games are going to be against meaningless teams. But uh, they have lost now one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, eight of ten. If they lose to Phoenix today, which they figure to do, and then maybe the Knicks, and they lose ten of twelve. Wow, uh, LeBron or no LeBron? Um, you know he was supposed to miss a couple of games. I'm assuming he's going to miss tonight's game as well. You know, if he misses tonight, then he's, you figure he's going to miss, uh, you know, Sunday. There really is no reason to play. They got a three-game cushion over Golden State and Memphis for the number seven spot. And really, um, you know, does it matter if they finish seven or eight? Uh, probably not. But, you know, that is a three-game cushion over the number nine seed Grizz and Warriors as well, since they're tied in the loss column for, for eight. Um, they wouldn't lose to the Spurs, though. Then they wouldn't lose to the Grizzlies. You wouldn't think I, they could lose to Golden State, but I don't. You know they're not going to lose to those other teams. No way, no how. All right, let's check out our uh, trends and everything for, for today. We gave you the baseball stuff early on. Uh, gave you all the numbers, home teams, and everything else early on as well. Uh, NBA trend games tonight. We got under in the uh, the Knicks Clippers game. You got Minnesota uh, at Orlando. Magic four and fifteen straight up, six and thirteen against the spread. Their last nineteen games, and Minnesota's actually playing fairly well. You got Phoenix. Uh, you know you got to keep on playing the Suns, right? Second best against the spread record in the NBA, 42-24 and one. Beat the Knicks the other night, and the Lakers are obviously struggling, as we said, losing eight of ten. And you got Sacramento versus OKC. Thunder two and twenty-one now. Uh, six and seventeen against the spread after last night's debacle. Two and twenty-one. Now they did lose, but cover against Sacramento earlier this week at OKC, and Sacramento really has come back a little bit here uh, without Halliburton there. But OKC is just horrendous. They're, they're just horrendous. Um, let's see what FanDuel's line on that one. I'm guessing f- five, six, seven. Now, that would be my guess. FanDuel, let's see if they got the line posted. Has it at, um, ooh, nine. Wow. Wow. Um, that's big. All right. Uh, but uh, the trends just go with the trends. We uh, you know ignore the numbers. But those are your four uh, trends plays. Under Knicks Clippers, which is not yet posted. All right. Uh, yeah, it is 214. Ooh, 214, that's pretty low. Uh, Nick Cage have been going over, actually, of late. Minnesota is laying a uh, 7.5 at Orlando. Phoenix is laying 7.5 against the Lakers on the road, no less. Uh, and then Sacramento minus 9 versus OKC. Big numbers today in the NBA. NHL, <coughs> none. There's only two games today in the NHL. None involved in any trend, so uh, we're going to ignore that. Our NBA, let's go to our pyramid plays. NBA play of the day. Eh, let's run down the line, shall we? 
You got Miami, pick them at Boston. Boy, have the lines come down on Celtic games. Wow. Knicks getting seven and a half against the Clippers. Have we seen the beginning of the end against uh, for the Knicks? You know, they get blown out by Denver. They play tough, but eventually get blown out by the, the Phoenix Suns Friday night. You got Dallas laying 10.5 at Cleveland. Minnesota laying 7.5 at Orlando. Yeah, big numbers. Uh, you got the Pelicans uh, getting 3.5 at Charlotte. Bulls laying 9 at Detroit. Third game in four nights for the Pistons. I'd say Sacramento, but that, that's a big that's a big line. Nine versus OKC. And then you got Phoenix laying seven and a half against the Lakers. You don't know if LeBron's playing or not. He probably isn't, but um, I'm gonna go with an over-under for our NBA play. I don't do that too too often. But uh what is it? I'll let you know when we come back. And then we'll take a look at those NFL over-under season totals by FanDuel. Ops picks on a Sunday morning. SportsGrid.com. Betting insights and entertainment at your fingertips 24-7 as our team covers the most important topics in sports wagering. Real-time odds, predictive betting models, expert picks, and more. Want the edge? Then get on the grid. SportsGrid.com. Touching hands. Reaching out. Touching me. Yeah, Red Sox Radio Network as the Bo Sox remain in first place in the AL East. How about that? As they uh, take the first two games of the series against the uh, uh, pathetic Baltimore Orioles, who are back to being the Baltimore Orioles. That's that's what I was referring to at the beginning of the baseball season when I said, "Give you know, we all like to play right away. I I get that. Um, You know, you you get the games, and we've been anticipating baseball. You get all the spring training games, and the season gets underway, and you want to play them and play them and play them. And uh, you you end up losing your shirt the first month of the season because you're like, man, this is crazy. You know, I mean, the San Francisco Giants, they're supposed to be one of the worst teams in baseball, right? I mean, now all of a sudden they're in first place. You know, the Baltimore Orioles, they're supposed to be one of the worst teams in baseball. They go up to the great star. You know, the, the uh, Pittsburgh Pirates, that may be the actual worst team in baseball, I actually was playing five for the ball through about 20 games. You know, so I always say, you know, let, Detroit Tigers were six and four, for goodness sakes, at, at one point. I said, let, let give it a month. Give it like a month, six weeks. Let the season breathe. Let the teams that we think are going to suck have an opportunity to suck. And, you know, more, you know, to a lesser extent, maybe, uh, you know, let the teams that you think are going to be good have an opportunity to to be good. You know, get, get a couple of uh, rotations uh, in there and, and uh, let these guys have a chance. You know, like Oakland starts off the season one and eight, right? You know, the A's have made the playoffs the last few years, uh, you know, figured to be the odds on favorite to win the division. You know, they get off to a, just a horrific start. And they've been basically unbeatable since now 21 and 14. Now you can start playing them. All right, Baltimore actually got up to a half-week decent start this year. Maybe, just maybe. I kind of doubt it. But uh, now they've come way back to the pack and they sit in last place in the American League East. You know, Yankees get off to a slow start. You know, can't hit their way out of a paper bag. They've turned things around now. They've won 7 of 13. Still just a game over 500. But they're, you know, if you just started betting them now, you were able to survive their, uh, their awful start. Um, the, uh, the San Francisco Giants, you know, I, I must say at this point I'm buying in, you know, they played 33 games now and they're sitting there for first place. 
Uh, the Padres, I'm buying out in that. I, I just, you know, I think eventually they'll they'll turn things on, but I don't. Uh, there's just something about that team right now. It's just uh, I, I'd be betting against them. I don't think that's a situation that all of a sudden is going to change in the next week or two. Dodgers, yes, but this is you know let let it bring you know give, give them a chance to to figure out if they're really going to be the 105, 110 win team. Clearly, at this point, they are not. So. Um, you know, all those teams at Pittsburgh, as I mentioned, you know, got off a pretty good start, uh, over 500, right about there, right? And now they can't hit their way out of a paper bag. They've lost three in a row, eight of 10, uh, really eight of nine. So, uh, now you got to read on these teams. Now, now you get a sense, okay, who's good, who's not good, and, and you kind of go from there. But, uh, the Red Sox and Baltimore, two of those teams, although the Red Sox continue to win, so maybe they are going to be good. I kind of doubt it to tell you the truth with that pitching staff, but. I'll take it 21 and 13. Uh, why not? All right, let's do our pyramid plays here. As uh, we're going to go NBA play of the day. These we give you the uh, for the new listeners, watchers. Uh, we give you our best play in each sport. NBA, I like, you know, I'm not in love with the card. Some big numbers, they road favorites. Uh, so I'm going to go over 214, Knicks and Clippers. I know it's bucking some under-Nick trends, but they played a bunch of overs lately. Their games have not gone under. They're scoring a lot. They're giving up a lot. And 214 is a pretty modest number for an NBA game. So they've given up to have the Knicks 128, 113, 104, but against the Grizz, and 97, but against the Rockets. Uh, they've given up 100 or more points. Let's just fast-forward it. One, two, three, four, five, six, six of their last eight games. Seven, eight, eight of their last uh, nine games, 10 games, 11 games. Um, 12. So one, two, three, three and one, four and one, five and one, six and one, six and two, six and three, seven and three, eight and three, nine and three. All right. So nine of their last 12 games, they've given up 100 points or more. Now, they could give up 100 and still go under 214, but, you know, chances, no. You know, if it was 220, I'd say, okay, I get it. But as long as the Clippers, you know, are playing their guys, which you always got to be concerned about. But, uh, you know, they didn't play last night, the Clips. So you think Kwai and George, who have been playing, would be in there. So uh, the Clippers have scored 100 points or more in 1, 2, 3, 4, 5, 6, 7, 8, 9, 10, 11. Uh, straight games, uh, 12, 13, 14, 15, 16, 17. I mean, they're, they're in like a gazillion straight games. I mean, eight, 18, I think, in the straight games. So they're going to get their 100. You're, you're going to come close to that number, so I'll take my chance. Uh, give me the over uh, 214 Knicks and uh, L.A. Uh, Clippers. NHL play of the day, I'll do it just because we have to have one, but there are only two games. Dallas-Chicago, meaningless game. Calgary-Ottawa, meaningless game. So because of that, uh, give me the, uh, you know what? Um, I'll take the Ottawa Senators. Why not? Uh, plus uh, plus 190. Eh, yeah, give me Ottawa plus the 190 against Calgary. Who's Calgary at this point? You know, like I said, play for nothing. Uh, you want to give me the Senators uh, at nearly 2-1? to one? Why not? Why not? Uh, our prop play for NHL, that I, I I won't just piss away money on that. There aren't any guys that fall into our system, two meaningless games, so um, but we'll lay off on that one. Baseball, 
Uh, full slate of baseball games. You got to love that. Going to go with our Red Sox minus uh, 138 against Baltimore. Kansas City's lost uh, seven straight. Giolito on the hill for the White Sox. You know what? That's where we're going to go. So let's stop right there. Let's stop right there. Pretty modest number. Kansas City's lost seven in a row. Uh, Lucas Giolito's on the hill for the White Sox, playing good ball, minus 145. So there you go. Baseball play of the day. Keep, uh, as we say, winners bet with streaks, losers bet against streaks. So let's go White Sox, minus 145 at KC. Don't necessarily love it, but if I'm going to play one, I like that over Knicks one. I, I do. I think that's a pretty low number. Uh, the Knicks may rally the troops and, and say we lost two in a row and let's go back to Knickerbocker basketball, but you know what? Yeah, yeah. you lose two in a row like that. You're on the road, games three of a four-game uh, road trip, uh, you're three games and four nights. I, I don't see it. I, I could see this one being a blowout. And that means points. So I, I think if you're only going to play one, that would be the one over 214, uh, Knicks and L.A. Clippers. So there you go. You're, you got our pyramid of plays. Uh, FanDuel has the uh, over-unders out for win totals. How about that? Cha-ching, cha-ching. Again, interesting because you don't really necessarily have the schedule out. But let's just run them down just for fun anyway, shall we? Arizona's eight. You think they're really going to get – so you always got to look at this as what would it take for me to lose. I don't do what would it take for me to win with these over-unders. What would it take for me to lose? Are the Cardinals going to go 9-7 and seven in that division? Six really tough games, right? Uh, Rams, uh, Seagirls, and uh, uh, San Francisco. Doesn't jump off the page, but I'll leave that one alone. Atlanta, eight. In that division, you know, Tampa Bay is going to be good. You still really don't know what you're getting out of the Saints. You don't even know who their starting quarterback's going to be. Um, so that that's actually not too, too bad. Ball, now, don't forget, here's the other thing. I, 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 missed, I made a mistake with it, 9-7. and seven. This is based on a 17-game schedule this year. So you get the extra game. So that eight means, you know, they would have to go eight and nine. They would have to go seven and ten, Arizona and Atlanta, for you to lose that. I don't think those teams are going seven and ten. I, I think Arizona's got eight wins in them. So uh, Baltimore is 11 over. Um, that's 11 and six. Hmm. It's not too, too bad. Buffalo, I'm going to say, is 11 as well. Ten and a half, but over 170. I'm not laying a monster big like that. That division, Patriots. Yeah, Patriots are going to stink. Dolphins will be okay. I think the Jets are going to stink again. Yeah. Are they, are they going to go 10 and 7? The Buffalo Bills? No, but that, geez, I'd rather. I'd lay, eh. I just say I'd rather have 11, but that means you got to go 12 and 5. You may have to lay the monster big. Carolina, seven and a half. I think they'll be better this year. Um, you know, with everyone held, they had a ton of injuries. I know it's uh, Sam Darnold, but 7-10, and 10, they'd have to go. Eh, they could do that. Here's one. Wow. I'm very surprised at this one. Uh, Chicago Bears. What do you think the Bears are? What was the Bears' record last year? That is uh, – let me go to Bears. Let's see what their record was. 
in a 16-game schedule last year with Mitchell Trubisky and Nick Foles and not knowing what they were doing, they had eight wins last year. This year, with seemingly an upgraded quarterback situation, I mean, Foles is still there, Andy Dalton, seven and a half. Wow. I mean, unless they think they're going to put Justin Fields in there and they're going to bomb out, you know, the division isn't anything, you know, it's it's halfway decent, but the Lions still stink. The, the Vikings are still the Vikings as long as Kirk Cousins is there. The Packers might not have a quarterback. Oh, I love that. You know, you, you got two guys. You got Dalton and, and Foles, who they can't trade because he's making $8 million. Seven and a half for the Bears with that defense? Oh, I like that. Bungles are six and a half. I like that. Although you got to figure out when Joe Burrow's really coming back because he blew his knee out late. You know, he, he may miss a number of games. Browns are 10 and a half. And I'm not betting on Baker Mayfield, even uh, even a 10 and a half, which would be 11 and six. The Cowgirls, nine and a half. That means 10 and seven. In that division, with Dak Prescott coming back, they can't go 10 and seven. How many times are you going to buy into Dallas, right? Denver's eight and a half. Lions five. Five and twelve. You tell me they can't go six and eleven with Jared Goff. I mean, that's really they would have to go four and thirteen. They gotta be better than that. Houston Texans are four. Indy nine and a half. That's not bad. I like that. I think they'll be good. Jacksonville with Trevor Lawrence, six and a half. We'll take a break. I'll tell you what our beloved Dolphins are next. Opposite picks. SportsGrid.com. Betting insights and entertainment at your fingertips 24-7 as our team covers the most important topics in sports wagering. Real-time odds, predictive betting models, expert picks, and more. Want the edge? Then get on the grid. SportsGrid.com. Our beloved Dolphins going to the Super Bowl. By the way, Dog Coin is up to 48 cents. Uh, keep buying it, boys. Uh, Dodge, dog, whatever. It's dog until I make a profit. So uh, we mention it and it goes up five cents. Keep buying. <laughs> Can we do that? I think we just did. Elon Musk, you mope. Uh, here's one for you. Wow. Again, keep in mind, folks, you know what FanDuel and the others, because uh, I saw these numbers posted elsewhere like two weeks ago. I, they have not been able to come to grips with the fact that we're playing 17 games. How about not 16? How about the Oakland Raiders? You know, the Raiders, after getting eight wins, was it eight last year? Six and a half, minus 130, but still six and a half. And they play the NFC least with the Giants and Cowgirls and uh, Redskin Potatoes on their roster and Eagles. They got the Bungles on their roster. They got the Bears on their roster. A roster meaning the uh, uh, games that they play. 
I mean, they're not going to get seven wins. They're going to go six and 11. The, the Raider. Oh, I love that. Love that. Again, I think these guys think it's a 10 game or it's a 16 game schedule. It's not. Dolphins are nine and a half. Nine and a half. That would be 10 and seven with two tags. Uh, I get no faith in Tua. Patriots are nine. There you go, Dolphin fans. When's the last time the Miami Dolphins had an over-under season total higher than the New England Patriots to start? <laughs> it's been a while. been a long time. Giants are seven. Pathetic Jets are six. I think the Texans at four have to be the lowest. The champion Buccaneers, 11 and a half. That's probably going to be one of the highest. So, over-unders. NFL, they are out. We'll get into it a little bit more uh, this afternoon with me and Joe Lisi. In-game live uh, from 2 to 4 p.m. right here on Sports Grid TV. And then we'll bring it up tomorrow morning as well. Enjoy your Mother's Day. Happy Mother's Day to all. To win, you need a plan. We're the home of sports gaming strategies and information.